welcome to another episode of Let's Talk with Crystal K. And today, you see who I have with me as always. What's up, guys? Hey. What's going on? I think we got a little bit of a delay. Can y'all hear me? I think yeah, we, I got you. Loud and clear. Loud and clear? Okay, because it was like a three-second pause. We're good. We're good. Okay. All right. Huh? Are y'all saying stuff? Y'all, I'm for real. Like, I don't know if it's just mine or what. Okay. My screen is like, I don't know. Anyway, so we look a little bit different today due to our current situation, due to the coronavirus. So today we're going to be talking about the Rona and exactly how it affects everything that we're pretty much doing, how we feel about it, the impact that it's made, and how we're going to deal with it and how we're going to get through it. So once again, welcome you guys and thank you for coming to chat with me via Instagram. Me too. Thank y'all for this again, seriously. So, first off, uh, the first thing I want to ask you is, are you guys still working? Yes. I'm still working. I am still working as well. How do you guys feel about still working? I'm 50-50. I appreciate having a job and still getting paid, but my fiance is at home right now with the dog, and so I'm getting ready for work in the morning, and I'm just like, man... At the very least, I wish I could do my job from home. Right. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm still. For me, I'm good. Like, uh, of course, thankful to have a job. But for me, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, it's really like no day. I know it's still. It's like a big deal. It's serious. But for me, I still just go about my day. It's like a daily routine. Um, I work with the public, so I try to keep my distance. But you know, sometimes people like to get up on you and ask questions, but um, it's all right. You know, still just do, do my daily routine as usual. Right. So I'm kind of 50-50. I'm with you. I'm 50-50 as well because I see everybody else at home talking about let's make the best use of our time. I'm on social media <laughs> seeing everybody talking about how they're going to be better at this and all the home improvement like stuff that they're doing, DIY stuff. And I'm like, man, I could really use that time. So I am 50-50. I am very grateful to have a job and still receiving my full paycheck. Um, Yes. (laughs) But, you know, I would like some time off, you know, just to kind of chill and lounge, catch up on some Netflix, something. But I am thankful to still have a job. So So with that being said, like, how much news are you guys watching? Because we're still working. So how much news are you guys walking? And with us mostly dealing with the public here, I don't know how much interaction you're having. Um, well, with the news, I tend to not really watch it that much anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, like, in the technology age that we're in now, like, you're getting news sources from different areas. So I try and make sure I'm getting credible sources, but I don't come home at night after working all day and turn on the news to see like more bad news but with everything going on with the with COVID-19 it's everywhere I get it through my work emails I'm seeing it on my timelines I have family members and friends asking me certain questions about it so it's just like I don't come home and sit down and turn on the news 
but I also can't escape it. Yeah, that's true. Carlos? For me, it's always, it's always been the same for me. I really don't watch the news anyway, just because I don't like really like putting all my energy into like negative stuff. Mm-hmm. So I never really paid attention to the news like that now. But of course, when you look on your phone, you're always going to see some kind of the latest headline of how many people got the virus or passed away from the virus and stuff like that. But so it's still about the same for me. Um, like I said, I just still try to go about my way, ways of doing like my daily routine, reading or whatever else I'm doing, working. But um, I, I look at it a little bit because, of course, you need to be informed. But right. I don't spend hours out of the day just looking at the news and seeing who's been affected or what's being shut down and or relying on like a, a stimulus check and stuff like that. So when you guys do see those headlines, because it sounds like none of us are really watching the news. When you guys do see those headlines, what do you think? Do you kind of just blow them off or are you kind of like, oh, like what's your reaction when you're reading this? Like so many people have died, so many people are infected. I definitely, um, I know y'all all got like that state of emergency alert yeah. the other day that was like, yeah. now is shutting down at five o'clock. And I was like, wow, this feels so surreal. Like, this is really real. Um, but of course, I do see it every day. And I think the better part of it now is that people are reporting the whole story mm-hmm. rather than just reporting the amount of cases or the amount of deaths, they're also reporting charts with the amount of people who've recovered as well. So I feel like at first it was really scary. You didn't really know what to believe or where to get your information from, but at least like even those not so credible sources are starting to show the whole picture of, okay, this is how many cases are reported. This is how many people recovered. This is how many people died. Mm -hmm. And that way you you can kind of use that to your own availability and see how you feel about it and I know those numbers aren't a hundred percent but at least the information's there and it's not just all of the negative being reported right, right now and you're starting to see some positivity in it too right yeah for me it's, uh, I don't know I, I just don't pay attention because I know like we were saying like the other day as far as like some of them being accurate like yeah what they'll tell like die from it but they don't say what um what other preconditions they might have been suffering from even though um, it just depends on like where you get your, your information from, really. Yeah. Um, because everybody's everybody gonna tell a certain side of the story, and it's part of like for me, I feel like the media part of their uh, mission is to kind of like for some reason instill fear in people, and when people hear about all the stuff going on and jobs shutting down and people having the virus, it's like scaring people to like really want to stay inside which they need to stay inside unless they absolutely have to but i think some of the numbers some of the numbers of course they're going to be accurate some of them inaccurate just like i said it just depends on where you get your information from so why aren't you guys afraid you guys seem very calm why aren't you guys afraid not saying that we should be but why are you guys so calm i mean i work in a hospital so at First, like, there were, I mean, you know, we can't take anything too serious. There's going to be a meme about something, no matter how negative it is. But, I mean, you would not believe how many things that nurses and doctors and all hospital staff, pharmacy, um, has to come in contact with just on a daily basis before there was this pandemic outbreak. Mm -hmm. I mean, you still have people that come in with, like, scabies and bed bugs. And, like, it seems like a, a simple fix. But it is highly contagious. 
contagious. So it's like I'm scared because of it because it is so easy to get this virus. Like almost easier than the flu. Well, it, it is easier to get than the flu, but also like I know that my job is taking the necessary precautions to make sure I'm as safe as they can make me, um, and also to just keep up with my hygiene and stay at home if I'm not going to work or going to the grocery store. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to not be scared because I want to have faith in my community and my job. And also I know that I am a fairly healthy person and I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do for myself also. I think for me, well, I'm kind of like more like laid back. I know it's serious, but for me, I think what really got me was, uh, you know, just talking to like a lot of elderly people, man, like, and how they talk to us a lot of times. Like, they help keep me calm. And I remember it was one lady in, uh, specifically, was it like, I think it was last week when she came in. And, um, we do something where we like let the elderly people come in and talk. They come everybody else. So she when she came in and talked to me, she was just like, uh, I should be scared, right? And I was and I was just looking at her and she was like, I'm she said, I'm fine. She said, just remember, uh and not just put put religion on anybody with name, but she was like, uh not she said, I'm not worried. She said, God is in control and right. which is a fact. So when I when I hear stuff like that, man, she she ain't worried about it. And I talk to a lot of elderly people, man, like they all say the same thing, like God is in control, man, like so they, they definitely calmed me down. And, and one of the things we're doing, I don't know if y'all been able to see it, but me and my partner, Calvin, like, we've been doing stuff. We put our own money up. And we, oh, yes. Kudos to, to you people. guys. So yes. Shout out to y'all for that. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So we, we, we actually put our own money up, and we just been going to the community, like, helping people who've been laid off and helping the elderly who haven't been able to get out. So for me, man, just talking to elderly people, man, they really help move me in the right direction and keep me inspired. I'm like, man, they ain't worried. Like, they're the ones who help pay the way for us. Like, I feel like we owe it to them anyway to help them out. So for right. me, that's why I'm like not really worried about it because I know uh, God is going to take care of everybody anyway. So that's what I'm doing. I just keep on moving and keep pushing forward. Right. I feel you on that. Do you think it also has something to do with um, our generation and us I don't want to say thinking that we're immune because I'm sure we don't but like when we first heard about it it was like the people that are the most affected or that have a higher chance of getting it were elderly like people 60 right. and 65 and up so do you think that that has something to do with it or do you think we just don't care I guess I'm trying to see the impact that it has on our generation yeah, I think it's a little bit both because at the same time, like, I know people that had vacations planned and they were like, Rona not finna stop, no show. <laughs> um, people that, you know, it's like, well, if I ain't gonna go to work, then I'm gonna head over to my friend's house. And it's like, you can't think that way. Like, you don't know who your friend's been in contact with, who's been in contact with someone else. Like, if you need to be quarantined, you need to quarantine to the people in your household. If you live alone, we're communicating just fine, just like this, right. you know? Right. Um, but I also feel like, with something that's new um they did have like a certain age group or a certain type of person that was more affected and that's just with anything you know like a head-on collision a young person might be fine and an old person might die on the scene. right right um and then it's just like you know the older you get the more susceptible you are 
and the younger right. you are, the more susceptible you are. But people our age, we're just kind of like, I'm healthy, I'm fine, like, I don't have anything to worry about. And also, like, with the elderly, the ones that think like that, they live their life. Mm-hmm. So, of course, a lot of them, I'm not saying they're ready to die, but they've come to terms with a lot of things in life. Like, hey, if it's my time, you know, but... And they've seen a lot. With, mm-hmm. And I feel like with a lot of younger people saying, you know, God is in control, he's going to handle it. A lot of that is true, but you have to meet him somewhere. Like, he'll take you he'll take you part of the way, but you also have to do your part to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Right. Yeah, you so, still got to use There's a lot of ideology in how young people feel about it. So, you yeah. know, I was telling you guys, like, earlier, when we were talking about this earlier, how, like, my mom was talking about millennials and how we just have not been listening to anything that people are saying and how we're just still out here just doing whatever we want to do, right? And so y'all know how I was telling her, well, my routine pretty much hasn't changed. So I guess like the seriousness of the situation, I don't want to say I don't understand it, but but up until like last week, no, I didn't understand. I was just like, okay, I need to take precautions, wash my hands. No, I don't want it. But I wasn't like super like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Just because for me, I'm still going to work, I'm still waking up, I'm still coming home, I'm still pretty much doing everything that I was doing before, so I feel like it, I I guess I didn't feel the impact of like not being able to go to work, sitting at home, so I guess I didn't feel the full impact of it. Until I told y'all about that story that I read, and then I was like, okay, yes. About the bus driver in Detroit, yes. And and I think I think a lot of it is sometimes it's like you don't really take it as serious until it kind of like hit close to home, right. unfortunately, like until it's somebody that's really close to you to have it. Like I've I seen people that I know, they've been posting stuff like they know somebody who's had it, but it's not been somebody that's like close to me that has had it. You know, I'm not saying, like I was saying, not to, to not take it serious anyway, but sometimes it's, it's takes, sometimes it takes things like that to wait for somebody that, that you know somebody's close to you that may have may have it then you're like okay now it's like now it's real yeah which is sad it's sad that it has to be that way because these are these are real lives that are being lost and i mean there's commas in those numbers and it's just it is really sad yeah so what do you guys think about the new curfew be home at five o'clock and all the other things that are changing um, about grocery stores and non-essentials, them not selling it. What do you guys think about all that stuff? I mean, it's really not as strict as people are making it out to be. There are some states and counties that are way more strict. Um, I know, you know, as far as entering and exiting the state, we have some employees that, in my job that come from North Carolina, and they literally have to have a piece of paper for them to cross the border into our state. But as far as where I live, yeah, there's the work home order and essentials. But I mean, if you get stopped and you're up to no good, unfortunately, you can just say I'm going to the grocery store or I'm going to the gas station. But and I think there was even um, something that said you can still go to family house, like you can still go to your family member's house. So it's really, it's really not that strict. Honestly. I don't know whether I wish it was more strict or not. I was going to ask you. I saw your I mean, post. Either way, it's, it's not going to affect me because I'm, I mean, basically go to work, go to home. It's my everyday life even before this. But I do know people <laughs> that are still doing other stuff. And I'm just like, 
It's just not fair because it's like you have a couple of people who just do not care and that's really affecting the rest of us. And I saw something the other day that was like, I feel like I'm a kid on punishment because someone else in the class was acting up, you know? Yeah. Like, we don't get to go to recess because someone else in the class yeah. is being bad and so just get, get back and everyone's like at the end of these 30 days on April 30th, they're just going to say again, okay, we're going to push another 30 days and next thing you know, like 2020's gone. We wasted it. on there y'all and then it's talking about write your fractions two ways i was like wait tell me what grade you're in again you in first grade doing fractions and then they like you want me to write them two ways like i can't just do one but do y'all remember doing fractions in the first grade i don't remember doing it i, I don't remember us doing you're doing
um, communities where people don't have and they can't. So it's like, oh, you can't go to the mall or you can't go window shop. And there's some people that don't even have like clean water or electricity. And I think this is really humbling because it's like, oh, you don't get to go to weekend brunch with your friends. Big whoop. Like, look at the big picture of how we're trying to fight this before it does get too bad. Yeah. So I think me, I'm just trying to stay uplifted because I'm just trying to be thankful that, you know, I still have a job. I still have a place to live. I still have food. Yes, I can cook. I don't love it, but, you know. But I'm sure you're probably also learning like. In a drive through for 45 minutes. Right. And I'm sure you're probably learning a lot of new stuff about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just been, uh, like I said, uh, I just read, while I, watch, I just watch interviews, study the craft, uh, spend time with family. That's really been one of the best things. It's just been able to just kind of like chill and not have to like go to work all the time and uh, just been able to kind of like relax. And, and it, it just goes to show you, man, that money is not everything. I mean, at the end of the day, like, Regardless, you can't take that stuff with you. At the end of the day, yeah. no matter what you have, yeah. like, and then they, none of that stuff won't matter. So, and you spend time with your family. So that's the best, best thing. I think, I think that's what people will get out of this time the most. I know everybody don't get along with their family, and some people probably ready to get back out <laughs> so they can get away from whoever. Yeah. But man, really, it's been one of the best times. So I've been able to kind of like, you know, kind of catch back up on sleep. And stuff like that. So it's it's been cool, man. I mean, um, it ain't gonna last forever. So um, it's it's fine for now. So with it not lasting forever, do you guys think that we're gonna go? They have huh? her day. Do you guys think that it's gonna go back to the way that it was before COVID nineteen? Like as far as like how we interact with each other, or do you think people will like? What do you guys think? I feel like some people will learn a significant lesson from this and I feel like some people are going to get that I'm free feeling and just immediately jump back into regular life um, regardless of you know any lesson that should have been learned at this time and I think that you have people like that just because you really, like I said, you really start to appreciate what you miss out on. And so you have some people that are like, I finally get to see my friends. I finally get to, you know, go back to what I normally do on the weekend and get out of the house and be more active and social. And then you have some people that are like, you know, maybe I will grab that wife on the gro- at the grocery store before I get that buggy. Or right. maybe I will, you know, make sure right. I use a napkin or paper towel before I touch the gas pump. You know, and you have people that are going to start thinking about germs and interactions a little differently then you're gonna have some people that really just want to get back into the routine yeah I, I i definitely 100% agree with that I think about it a lot we talk about it at work a lot sometimes I think in my mind I don't think I'm ever gonna I'm already kind of a germaphobe anyway so I'm I feel like I'm my germaphobe levels will be still heightened because how do I know that okay first off I don't really even know like where the coronavirus came from. I know that it's not, I keep hearing that it's not new, but I don't really know like what caused it, how you get it, how it originated. I really don't know like the facts about it. So it's like, okay, so when the news 
or whoever on my phone says, okay, it's safe to go back in the world. How do I really know that? You know what I mean? And right. maybe I need to do some more like fact checking. I mean, do you guys know? Cause the first thing I heard was it came from somebody eating like bat soup. Then I heard like uh, wild like animals yeah. and just all type of like crazy stuff. Yeah, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I, I just feel like we'll never really know the truth anyway. It's like they're going to only tell us what they want us to know anyway. So I don't, I don't really know how, how it came about. And I feel like, honestly, like, you know, we give, we make the, we make fun of how this was said. Like, you know, it came from China. And, I mean, it, it did. That's where the first cases came from. And we know for a fact that China was lying about the numbers. Right. Um, everything can't be reported. This moves so fast, you can't report every single case. So, yeah, we may never know what really, really happened. Um, and we, we know that it didn't originate here, but we're living history. Like, this is going to go down in history books, just like the bubonic plague was in history books and kicking parts and all that stuff. Look, you know? and they made it through. Um, yeah, so, like, we're living through history, but will we ever know what really, really happened? Probably not. Yeah. So what's the first thing you guys are doing once we're in the clear? Mm. I'm going to go to the gym, but I'm also going to go out to eat. So it's going to counteract each other. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that just means you got to hit the gym twice as hard. Like, right. Like, if y'all open, I'm there. <laughs> I think I might, I might try to get up with the boys, man. Uh, I remember well, I talked to... Uh, Cause I know you remember Keon, man. You yeah. talked uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. I told him, man, I haven't seen him. It's, it's been a few years, but me and him talk, him and Shakur. And I was like, man, I just want to get up with the boys from school, man. I was like, like you, you never know anything can happen. So I was like, I just want to get up with the fellas again and, and just catch up on old times. Let, time. let me I, ask y'all I, this: Have y'all been more um, like? trying to reach out to people and be in touch with people with like everything that's going on have y'all been checking on people a whole lot more definitely i do know like there are some people that are truly alone yeah um one of my friends actually just got back but she's a traveling nurse so she was actually in one of the hot spots over in san diego and when stuff started to get really bad like her contract was already ending and she wanted to renew it and go to seattle but she was like you know my family's telling me just to come back home, play it safe, just like, you know, put all that on pause for a minute and come back home to a familiar area because, right. like, there's some people that are just out here alone. You know, they say get out of your hometown or make sure you try and live somewhere else for, for a while. But when you do that, you realize you're leaving most of the support that you have and most of the comfort that you have. So I do have a couple of friends that I've had to check on just in this time because I know that they're either not physically close with their family or they may not be emotionally and mentally close with their family so you have to make sure you check on those people right yeah i always try to catch up now especially now um like i said you never know what can happen man so much stuff going on um so i always try to keep in touch man especially with my my friends from school man like once we graduated like everybody went in separate ways they got families and everything so now i definitely try to um stay in touch with them, shoot them a text and call them right. whenever they're not working, just stay in touch with people. So I think that's definitely what I'll be trying to do once we um, 
get off this lockdown or whatever you want to call it. Trying to like catch up with old friends. Well, I think the first thing you need to do is go see your barber. Yeah. Go ahead and get that cleaned up. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be hey. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I kind of like this right here, though, man. Like, I'm, like I'm in the house all the time. Like, I go to work, I come home. Man, you know, I might try to get me some cornrows like Kawhi. That's what I'm thinking about doing. No, you know, like, Somebody said all y'all will come out of this looking like J. Cole. <laughs> you know. Hey, the struggle, the struggle is real. I told you this is this is week number three. Mm -hmm. I don't know when this thing going to change right now. It might be... I might go five weeks. I might go five strong. Just see how long I can hold out. <laughs> so good luck with all that. Good luck with all of that. Once we're, once I feel like we're really in the clear, though, I kind of want to take a vacation and just, like, relax. I know that sounds strange because it's like, well, you want to go somewhere else and you don't know, but I really just want to sit on the beach, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I've been trying to stay hopeful. And, you know, if you get your plane ticket now, it's still going to be the price of, like, the corona prices for later on down the line. So I've actually kind of been looking, too, because at first I said I wasn't going to go on a honeymoon this year. We were going to wait until next year. But mm. the way these flights are looking, yeah, I might take off right after this yeah, I haven't, I haven't checked it yet, but I keep hearing that flights are crazy cheap. Everything. If you look, you're going to yeah. go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, maybe I need to chill out. Yeah, this this might be the time to grab some I wonder if people really traveling a lot. Is people really like moving around right now when they know all this stuff is going on? Well, the, shoot, the bigger question is, is the people that host this stuff, like hotels, um, like, are they even allowing people in? I don't think the airports are really allowing people to. There I mean, are some. I saw someone in the airport. It was breaking up on me. Say it one more time. I didn't hear it. I don't know what the rules, regulations, and conditions are. Um, I, I had a friend on Snapchat this weekend, uh, but was on a flight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's, like, special circumstances you have to provide as far as your reasoning for going somewhere, but... Yeah, it must be job-related. It wasn't. Wow. <laughs> That's why I said I know people that are just, like, doing stuff. I don't understand it. Wow. So, the question I wanted to ask you guys is, just to wrap up, um, and just how it's impacting people our age... Your friends, your circle, how are they feeling about it? Do they share the same sentiment you do? Or do you have friends that's a little bit more? I have, um, I have, most of my friends and family think that it's okay to be around people they know. So they're kind of taking it seriously, but at the same time, they're not. My coworkers, on the other hand, are taking it way more serious than, like, my friends and family outside of work. But, um, yeah, I feel like that's the big issue. A lot of people are just like, well, I know them. I can go hang out with them. Right. You know, I'm I from one house to another house, but... So, I guess, no, they're not really taking yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's... Happy to give this time off from work. Um, I know a lot of places, um making profit unemployment, but I know a lot of people kind of happy to get their time off from work just to kind of relax. But uh, I think I think my friends they've been all right. Some of them ready to um, get back out and you know just 
just to get out of the house, honestly, like, I think everybody ready to get out of the house or whatever, but I think everybody kind of holding up pretty good. The main yeah. thing is just staying safe, are you guys wearing gloves and masks and all that stuff? You taking all your precautions? Nope. No. Nope. Soon I get to work, that's the first thing they hit you with. I, I, I well, sometimes I wear gloves, but as far as a mask, nope. I don't even wear a mask. I just go in and just do whatever. Cause I, I, I don't We're know. We're not supposed to wear gloves, but we, they get like as soon as we walk through the door, there's somebody handing you a mask. Yeah. Okay. And they gave us uh they gave us a mask. They gave us like ten yesterday just to just to have and they now we have to do like a screening every day. Um it started yesterday, we have to do a screening every day where they say they ask you how you feeling, do you have any symptoms or anything like That's that. Good, though. Uh, yeah, I guess. You guess? It's just the people I guess the way I feel that way because the people, the people, the person who asking the questions I'm like, come on now, like for real. This you got this person. I don't know. It just don't. I don't know. It, I don't feel like some people can lie. There's been a lot of people lying about how they're feeling at work and giving it to other people just because they can't afford to be at home. They can't afford to lose their job or they can't afford to have their pay cut. That's true. That's true. But the actual test is a lot worse than asking questions. I hear the test is terrible. Yeah, that's what I hear too. But you know what? Like it's pretty bad. I mean, it's it's a long swab, and they have to leave it in there for like ten seconds. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody, just be careful. Keep doing what you're supposed to do, Carlos. Talking about no, you ain't doing it. Wear your mask. Right. No, I, have, I I wear I wear gloves. I need to start wearing the mask. Um, I might, but I don't know. You might. I got. I wear gloves. Cause you wear that glove. And then you touch something, and you touch your face. The mask can protect you. I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't think it's helpful. <sighs> I ain't saying that. I don't think it's helpful. But just to be on the safe side, I might wear a mask tomorrow. Maybe. May. Oh my goodness. Okay. I think Maybe. that's as far as we're gonna get with you. <laughs> so overall, you guys, what do you think the overall climate is? Just from what you guys are seeing, what you guys are hearing, what we're around every day. You think, Carlos, you kind of said that you feel like you think everything is good. I guess, like, on a scale of good to panic and, like, the middle being, I don't know, like a warm, fuzzy place. I don't know. Or just kind of don't care. Like, how overall, how would you sum, sum up how you think the rest of the world is feeling based off of what you guys are seeing and hearing and around every day? world because again like they're not reporting accurately but as far as where I live and like our state I feel like we're in a better place than like the large cities like New York and San Francisco and San Diego like the Atlanta the hot spots I mean they really when you have people that close to each other all the time it's hard to control something like this and I feel like we have better control over it um but it is still something that spreads so fast i would still like eight out of ten recommend people to take it serious okay yeah for me i think my panic meter I, i'm probably uh oh, two. 
Mine would be four or five. I think everybody else is probably up to probably about uh, eight or nine. But me, personally, I'm, I'm probably like in the middle. Um, I know it's serious, and a lot of people losing jobs and being sick. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of like in the middle right now because I still just like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I say for me, four or five, though. But you're right, though, because you may not personally have the fears, but if you work for a company, if you don't own your own company, you work for a company, and the person running that company takes it at a 10 or 11, oh, they're shutting everything from the from the so it's almost like I hate to say it because I do believe in like entrepreneurship and stuff but at at a medium lower level it really doesn't matter how you feel about it because as soon as your boss decides they're shutting it down it's getting shut well, I, I do think I think right now I'm in at a 4 or 5 but I think it, it, I think it's a very great chance that they, they can get 5 and can get up to like a possibly a nine because I still don't think we've seen the uh, worst part of it yet I think it's still I still think it's going to be worse like way worse than what they're saying like as far as like people being sick and, and jobs and the economy crashing I definitely think it, it's a I think it's a great chance it's going to end up turning into like a nine right I, I'm kind of in the middle on it um, and everybody I'm around is kind of, I mean, it's kind of different. So if I was to average it out, like older people are a little bit more heightened. And then people my age are kind of like, eh, like if they hear somebody cough, it's kind of more like a joke, but it's kind of like, uh, that's not funny. Or like somebody sneeze or do something, you know, out of the normal, then everybody's looking at the person like, what's wrong with you? But so I would say... It's higher than a five, maybe like a, a six or a seven from what I'm around. Um, but I do think that we can definitely take it a little bit more serious. And I think we should we should heed everything they're saying. Um, Los, I'm with you, not throwing religion, but I feel like you do have to have faith and you got to keep it strong. Right. Because I feel like if you pray, why worry? And if you worry, why pray? But, right. I, but Kiara, I'm with you. You still need to take precaution. Don't be stupid about it. Meet them halfway. So that's just kind of how I feel about the whole thing. But but at the same time, I really try not to focus too much energy on it because I feel like then your attention, wherever wherever you're focusing that energy, that's what you're going to get back. So I really try to keep like a, a balance on it. I try to take all my precautions and do everything I need to do, but then I also try to keep myself positive and know that I got to continue to live my life. And that life isn't stopping just because we hit a few speed bumps. We gotta continue to keep going it's and just not stop living. Right, 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 right. A lot of the times you're all on the same journey. Like it's crazy because this is not just happening to one person or one race. It's happening to everybody. Everybody, yep. And it's unique. That's what, like that's the unique thing about it. It's tragic that we're losing people though, but it is unique because you kind of get to see everybody experience it all at once and how everybody is experiencing it differently and, and, and like we were saying the other day um don't be fooled because this is like your favorite public figure celebrities right they going through the same thing that we going through like those artists that you used to seeing flashing money went all this jury and stuff like they can't go out and do shows and get they get show money so they gonna feel this just like anybody else. So don't think it's just like the regular person working nine to five. This is hitting everybody. 
And I think it's cool to see how some of those people are reinventing themselves, like, via the internet. You know what I mean? And it's it's cool to see that the drive is still going and that they're still going. So, I like stuff like that. Anything else you guys want to wrap it up with? I thank y'all so much for sharing with me and talking to me about the Rona. <laughs> I don't even want to call it that because now it seems like I'm making a joke out of it. I'm not. I promise I'm not. <laughs> COVID-19. But, I mean, you have, to, you have to keep some joy, too. Like, yeah. make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. Follow rules and regulations. Stay at home. Stay quarantined. Wash your hands. Sanitize your surfaces. Like, hopefully there'll be some more wipes and Lysol sprays in the store. I so we can so. all just keep everything sanitized. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's okay to make a joke or two. I mean, yes, people are really losing their lives, but at the same time, like, you just have to keep yourself in high spirits, whether it's making a, you know, laughing at a meme about it or just taking time to just, I'm going to laugh for the next hour and watch a stand-up special or right. something. Keep yourself you can't just be sad about it the whole time. Right. I love right. that. You still got to have a sense of humor. You're right. I agree with you on that. And then also, like, appreciate what you still have. Even if you did, you know, get laid off or you're quarantined with the kids, like, just just have that family night, the game night. Not a lot of people do, but if you have cards or Uno or a board game, like, pull that out. Just have some quality time. Turn it into a positive. I hear you. Right. All right. Well, ladies and gents, or lady and gents. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for sharing with me. I cannot wait to do more episodes. If we do them like this, that's what it is. We'll have a that's great time it doing it. We'll find a positive, won't we? Yep. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Take away. Well, thank y'all so much. And until next time, I am Crystal K and this is Let's Talk. Bye. Bye, y'all. Yeah,